You're listening to Paint the Town Podcast with your hosts. LA Street Art Gallery resident artist, teacher, and founder of LA Street Art Gallery, James Chen of What's up, everyone? Paint the Town podcast, episode 131. How's it going, bro? I love that John Malkovich stencil, man. Shit, I, that, that's such a... You know what? Whenever I see his picture, I always remember being John Malkovich, the movie. Did you ever watch that movie? I, um, I think I watched parts of it, but um, I don't remember sitting through the whole thing. There was a phase in my life where I was only able to see parts of movies because those um, didn't have the... Yeah, it, things weren't on demand at that time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> We're spoiled now. Part of a movie you could, you know what I yeah. mean? So, but, you know, yeah. if you haven't seen Being John Malkovich, the movie, like, that movie, like, it's like a fucking psychological, like, I don't know, mind fuck, dude. Like, you know what I mean? He, like, yes, absolutely. he walk. I remember, just remember this one scene. He opens the door to his own mind, and then he sees, like, all these different, like, versions of himself. I don't know. That haunted my... <laughs> fucking childhood and i had weird nightmares you know you know what i mean because of that so <laughs> but anyways great well, he's, actors. Just, he's very talented one of my favorite actors uh, oh yeah out me there. Too, um but uh there was a chance he was going to be in my wife's movie uh coming up get lost uh the film <clears throat> and um unfortunately all of his work it got pushed back because of covid and, and when they're supposed to be filming he's just going to be too busy however um, he is working uh, with uh, with them on the fashion aspect of the oh, film. Oh, awesome! So they are, you know, technically kind of collaborating with them. So uh, I uh, actually cut this stencil of them, I don't know, a couple of years ago, and uh, so I just did a little uh, piece for him and, and sent it <clears throat> sent it off to him, and uh, he he really enjoyed it. So. Hell yeah, um, man. Dude, it was I'm a little you. nerve wracking because, you know, I mean, it's John Malkovich. You don't know what the fuck he's, he's you know, he's, he's probably going to be um, honest with you, you know. And um, That's right. That's right. You yeah. know, anytime you're doing a, a portrait of somebody, um, you never know if they're going to like it or not. And so. Uh, oh, man. But, yeah, no, that, but, that, you know, that we, would look amazing, man. Um, dude, we, I, always re- I always remember John Malkovich from uh, Con Air, too, man. Cyrus the Virus, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just right? a psycho, psycho master. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, man. Well, Shep, man, um, dude, I, I'm excited today because uh, uh, I see her in the waiting room, man, and uh, we haven't talked to her since episode two of this podcast, man. Yeah, so, it's uh, basically our first interview that we had. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So uh, I'm going to let her in, none other than uh, Miss Colette Miller. Put on your red shoes and dance the blues To the song we're playing on the radio Yeah, welcome Colette Can you hear us okay? Yeah, 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 I can, I can Yeah, we got it yeah it's so good to see you because we were just saying before we introduced you that we haven't talked to you since episode two of this podcast and you were basically our first interview after uh, we started and you know we since then we've grown 
uh, quite a bit and we have such a larger audience now that we figure yeah. we catch up with you and uh, see how you've been doing during the pandemic. So welcome to the show. Oh, and to the future, right? Welcome to the future. Thanks so much for being with us today, Colin. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. Hell yeah, 2021, here we are. So uh, we want to know basically, <clears throat> um, you know, how, how's it going? How have you been uh, handling the pandemic? I mean, um, you know. You let's, you let's, let's take it from beginning. Like when, uh, let's say it was, it was in March, okay, when we're all of a sudden everything was locked down. Where were you um, when everything started getting locked down? Um, I think I just went back to East Coast. Um, mm -hmm. I, uh, I was in LA and then I went to uh, Virginia and I had a car crash right away. I, I like, I had a rent a car at the airport. I left the airport and I totaled it. Oh my, oh my gosh. God. I'm so happy you look, you're okay. You look okay. Oh, what happened? What happened? Were you injured? Yeah, major. I, I actually, it was like the car was totaled. The, in my version, the other person ran the red light. They just. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm glad you could laugh about it because, uh, like I said, it's pretty serious. Because everybody was like, you ran the red light. And I was like, what are you, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? <laughs> like I said, I'm, I'm so happy you're okay. And like I said, and you're able to laugh about it because, uh, like I said, it, it, you know, so right at, at the beginning of the pandemic, so you were basically uh, recovering then for a lot of the pandemic, right? Yeah. Um, well, I, I nobody was hurt, thank goodness, but the cars were... It was, you know, the red tape of a car accident. And uh, so, yeah, then I was just in Virginia um, where I went to college, Richmond, uh, VCU, and um, my family, some of my family's there because I, I, I kind of thought like, yeah, we're going to be, it's going to be a weird time. So, But now I'm back in L.A. Awesome. Oh, you are? Awesome. Okay. <laughs> Awesome. I was gonna say you got a you got a nice studio there in Virginia or whatever, but you're back, so awesome, man. When did yeah. uh, when did you come back from Virginia? Um, I came back at the end of October. Um, I did a mural for um, at Saugus High School for the school shooting. Yes. For Gracie. Yeah, and we we nice. we. we, we you know what? I, I literally saw this on the news and then I was like, hey, we got to share this on L.A. Street Art Gallery because I was like, this is so touching. It's what I'm talking about is the uh, the school shooting that happened um, in, in the valley, basically. Right. Um, uh, the Saugus High School, um, you, you know, and, uh, you know, so I said, call I saw this uh, clip and they were interviewing Colette and I was just like, wow. So we got to share this real quick. So I'm just going to try to pull up this clip real quick and uh we can kind of watch it together where is where is uh the yeah, high school oh, okay yeah. yeah let me see did you do any artwork when you were in virginia yeah i mean i i was painting and um yeah i did actually and i started this i did i went up to new york and i did a video with voice of america and i did some murals in new york and um what's voice of america and i was in indiana and i was in um iowa wow. um, yeah but 
Voice of America is a, um, it's a very, it's translated into 40 languages and um, uh, it's a international um, uh, media thing. I, I don't know. International. Well, it sounds like it's uh, maybe Voices of America, but you're reaching the world because it's translated into 40 languages, right? Right. It's it's an international news and broadcast organization. I speak all forty, by the way. <laughs> How many of those countries have you been to? Though you're getting close, though, right? I don't know. <laughs> now, well, wait, before we go any longer, I was just noticing the artwork uh, behind you there, and it looks a little bit different than um, yes, the artwork that I remember seeing in the past. Can you tell us a little bit about what's going on with the artwork behind? Yeah, you? I actually intentionally set this up in my um, studio here in LA. Um, and this is the planet series. And I'm just do, did everything like I, I wrote like this, like they're just the planets like here is I don't know if you can see like this. Yeah, Mars and it says um, um, And like it says, um, like Love your neighbor. Love can that. you see me or? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. We, have, we, have it. we have a Zoom. Nice. I see the love your neighbor on top. Oh, the colors on these are amazing. It's, you know what? It's not the wings, but it's still very Colette Miller still, you know? It, it, I, I love that. They're, they're dreamlike. <laughs> I've done, I've, I've, I did a whole bunch of other stuff, but like here's just like. Yeah. It's awesome. That's Mercury. That's Venus. That's uh, Pluto, it says, out there somewhere. Um, I love it. That's awesome. Says, it's getting weird out here. <laughs> Earth is love is in the air. This nice. is nice. Oh, look at that Jupiter. Jeez, yeah, the I'm colors are so cool on that one. What's with the arrow? Um, It's just like, you know, like I'm with stupid, but this is- I love it. <laughs> and then here's like, and the sun is a rock star. Awesome. Oh my God, I love these. All is love is Venus. Um, the moon is the sex god. Yes. Um, <laughs> Makes the ocean I love of these. the motion, motion of the ocean, the moon, right? <laughs> Which, what made you That's, decide on this series? I, I love these, these are awesome. Oh yeah, cool, like, yeah, I, I like them too and I'm doing, you know, I'm doing um, some type of um, like product with them and things. Yeah, hot, fast, and cold is mercury right there. <laughs> I you love know, it. Clever. Mercury is, is, is very fast and it's very cold on one side and very hot on the other. Mm. So, so let me ask you, Colette, what has inspired uh, this uh, Planet series? Because, I mean, there has been a lot of space stuff going on during the during uh, last year, right? So, uh, w w you know, any any uh, inspiration yeah. coming from that? We're getting more and more acceptive of the idea that aliens are real. <laughs> yeah, I was about to bring that up if, if Colette wasn't going to say that. But I'm, I'm just wondering, is it, you know, the... the the Elon Musk space travel, or uh, you know, what inspired these uh, ser the series for you? Well, I first did the Moon is a Sex God and the Sun is a Rock Star because I had written a song a long time ago about the Moon is a Sex God moving oceans over me. You know, I have it. I, I have it right here. Can I? Do, can I pull it up? I mean, 
Uh, yeah. We, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'm so. Hey, curious. we don't fuck around here, man. You're like our first interview. You know what I mean? We're gonna do our, uh, you know, we're gonna do our homework. Yeah. So I, I the, the cool thing is that you know, last time we were in your studio and in person, and we didn't know what we were doing yet. I, I, we kind of still don't know what we're doing actually, but you know, at, at some people are listening, so it's cool. And now when we're doing these Zoom shows because the pandemic, we can actually pull up different pictures and uh, uh, songs and uh, videos too. So. Um, I'm going to pull it up. This is a uh, four minute song. Um, let, let's check it out. Let's check it out. All right. I'm going to. Yeah, we don't know what we're doing, but we're getting better at it. <laughs> That's for sure. All right. Let's check it out.
right? Yeah, I love that. Sorry, I kind of I was enjoy I was about to smoke, but I see Colette is so talented, man. Like who would have known that? Did you hear that? Was that was that okay? Sorry, I, I kind of just uh stopped it all of a sudden, but I was in, I was enjoying it. <laughs> I was about to I couldn't it. hear, dude. I can't hear, hear you it? do those the, the the playing things. I'm just I could just hear like it barely, barely enough. So I'm just here going, uh Don't worry, I'll edit it. I'm gonna it listen in. to it later though. Don't yeah, worry. About I'm that. gonna edit it in and uh, it'll be nice and uh seamless. So uh hell yes. Yeah. So I don't know if you could hear it, Colette, but like I said, I think I was the only one jamming to it, so <laughs> It's awesome. Yeah, James, man. thanks. We're sitting here going, I don't know, can you hear it? Can you hear it? And James is over there going, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I was uh, being a little bit selfish. But like I said, oh, uh, dude, that was uh, The Moon is a Sex God by, Sex God by Colette Miller. I love that. Very punk, very. Uh, it, oh, it's New York City, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Sorry. Um, but like I said, I, I was just jamming to it, man. Love that. Love that. Hell yeah. <laughs> So that was the, and then you have the second piece that you said the sun was. The sun's, sun's a rock star. star. And, and like that actually was added into some of the lyrics. Because um, I really started with the moon is a sex god. I originally wrote that actually technically in South Africa, Ooh. Johannesburg and Cape Town when I, I lived down there. But um, it, yeah, but it was all about the chakras because I did uh um, a concert and I lit the stage to the color of the chakras and nice I, yeah and I would actually want to do it again but you know but and so I like lit the stage from black all the way to red orange and I ended in this kind of namaste white light and um, golden light and and kind of the same theme I had about the angel wings about like the divine in humanity. But you did ask me a question about what started the planets. And I, I was actually, I had a commission at Google in San Francisco wow. about a year ago. No, like almost, I guess two years ago now. And I was in San Fran and I just had the idea of doing the planets and, and kind of funkify them. And that's why I had, um, like, you know, like, I'm with Jupiter, or welcome to the dark side, Saturn, or love your neighbor, Mars, and I, I kind of witticized them, you know. That, that's I just love the way it finishes them off. It's like this little, nice little, um, you know, flare on the end that uh, gives it even, even more meaning, you know. I mean, it's already got the beautiful colors, um, and, uh, you know, your, your composition is, is awesome as well. Well, it's um, just simple. They're like just meditations on kind of circles, which I kind of thought was something in itself already. You're just meditating on kind of a circle. And then I punk it up by not being like just like, you know, like this like circle thing, but I kind of make it, you know, a little dirty with like the words, you know? So that's yeah. kind of. That's kind of where it was you know going. what I, it kind of makes me feel a little bit of uh, of Mark Rothko, but even way more exciting. You know oh, what I mean? <laughs> it's like a it's like a color field, a round color field that um, just has a lot more vibrance and uh, a lot more colors going on than uh, you know than a Rothko. But uh, the simplicity, you know, the same kind of simplicity of a Rothko, mm. um, but just the I, I just love the 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 hand style. And you know the 
the highlight of the the words you know what i mean it just it really um adds a completely different different dimension to it it just brings it into a whole other dimension wow. and um it uh, i just i just really really enjoy these i love the i still love that jupiter it just like you know from i i love the like the eye it's just so like <laughs> precise you, you know what i mean it looks like it's undeniably jupiter you, you know so uh i i love that you know that this looks so yeah. good. i would love to see all these up together on <clears throat> on one wall i mean what's the plan for them i mean uh, are you gonna show them someplace or uh uh yeah i i actually yeah i do want to show them someplace but i um i had one um place that i could have put them up but they're too big for the Venue. LA Art Show. You got to have those up at the LA Art Show. You know, they're moving it to July this year. Oh, really? Okay. Yes, it's going to be in July. I think it's July 21st or something like that. But um, those should be at the LA Art Fair because that is going to have the space for it. You're going to have big walls in there. And, um, you know, someone like you should definitely uh, be able to, to get one of those spaces. You know what I mean? You're, you're well established in everything. And I've seen other artists of the same caliber getting these spaces <clears throat> and I would just I would love to see all of these lined up you know just like they are in the uh, in the universe I think yeah. that would be an amazing um, show mm -hmm. and I, I uh, yeah I would if I were you I would start um, getting in touch with uh, get, get in touch with the LA Art Fair because I guarantee you they would love to have these there thank you that's a great idea I, yeah. awesome. I want to I don't want to move too far though, because we did talk a little bit about, uh, you know, aliens and uh, space and stuff like that. I, <laughs> and we haven't got. This is a very interest, like, topic I'm interested in. You know what I mean? Because for me, uh, you know, aliens is like one of those things that, like, when I was a kid, everybody just told you, "Don't believe in it. It's not. It's not real." You know what I mean? But nowadays, it's like, you know, we're like landing rockets now. We're, uh, you know, finding uh, vehicles not made of this of this earth, right? And it's all being. I didn't go through that, dude. My dad was in the Air Force, and he never told me to not believe in aliens or anything like that. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? My okay. dad was going out to Albuquerque, um, doing these TDY uh, missions and stuff. So I'm sure he was knowledgeable about everything that went on. Mm. And um, the funny thing is, I just for some reason I never asked him about it. <laughs> you know, but he never said, you know, aliens aren't real or anything like that because dude knows better. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> well, I mean, what's what's your take on it, Colette? I mean, like I said, I'm I'm like up in the air. I really don't know what to believe because uh, I was indoctrinated when I was a kid. You, you know what I mean? And now, like, I'm like, I don't know what's going on because uh, they're changing stuff up on me. <laughs> I take about the if there's aliens or not. Yeah, yeah. Or what do you think about the UFOs recently that that's been happening? I mean, if you have an opinion, if you don't, it's okay too. But since we're on the topic of space and planets. Um, well, I just think that it would be just the weirdest coincidence if we were the only viable version of gravity and all that that could sustain life. And so... <laughs> You know, it like, comes down to then what you consider life as being like a, a living organism then i guess is like you love, you you believe that i saw your cat coming through the window that was, i know right as right as awesome. we said that uh, <laughs> the cat the cat's silently, like, oh, about interesting things, man. <laughs> silently jumped in the window <laughs> 
and there he goes right back out again. Look at that. There he goes. That's Please. such a that's such a majestic cat. I love it. I love it. Gandalf, Gandalf the White, like Gandalf. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, yeah. I I just think that hopefully if they're out, they're they're nice. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what I think too. You know, I mean, it's like hopefully, you know, they're not trying to enslave like the people and everything. Hopefully, they're understanding. Hopefully, they're very empathetic and yeah. understanding that there's lots of stupid uh, humans. And um, however, there are some smart and some, you know, considerate ones, but uh, hopefully, they don't <laughs> judge us. Hopefully, they don't judge us by our uh, idiots. <laughs> Yeah. Because we got plenty of them. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. So, I mean, I, you know, last time we were on the podcast, it's really interesting. We, we talked about uh, uh, China, you, you know what I mean? How, China, how Colette visited China and did some wings and things like that. And I got to say, since that last podcast, Teacher has now been to Shanghai and done uh, street art, too. So, like, we... Uh, on our hundredth episode, we kind of recapped we uh, the, your um, your interview, and then um, we kind of talked a little bit about China and said like, "Hey, Teach has been back since." So, anyways, Teach, go ahead. What were you gonna say? <clears throat> teach, were you gonna say something? I was gonna say I actually I actually did graffiti when I was in um, <laughs> in Shanghai, and it was mainly because um, James was with me. Okay, Ooh. we we. Well, and, and here's how it went down, okay? I was there because um, this company, uh, Pioneer Chemicals, basically sponsored me over there to be an exhibitionist artist at this European coating show, or the China coat, they call it. And um, it was a little crazy because they, they, they sponsored me to Germany, and they brought the spray paint there, and they said, look, you know, we understand it might not work. They might not let you spray paint, you know, because of the fumes and everything. And we were right next to the food court. They let us get away with it. it was, everything was cool. So they're like, oh, dude, China's not going to be a problem at all. It's going to be awesome. Well, we get to China, and I'm sitting there spray painting, and the security comes around. And they, they made me stop, not because of the fumes, but because of the possibility of using the spray can as a weapon if I lit the flame on fire. And so it was like, oh, you got to be kidding me. I mean, we, we figured it out to where I, you know, went outside like the next day and, and did some pieces outside and would bring them in. But um, so I had a day basically kind of to myself. And so that day, uh, James and um, our friend Mitchell uh, Dumlau took me and we went to uh, downtown Shanghai to where they have these walls. James is uh, pulling them up right now. And they have a curated area where they have walls where guys, you know, it's curated, it's all curated. You know, you're assigned to different, uh, different areas. And so we were walking in that area and we didn't have enough time to find out who you get permission from or anything like that. Um, there was just along that street, across the street, there was all kinds of graffiti. Like you're looking at it right now if you're watching the video. And the spot where you're seeing me hitting, this is actually a transfer station for, uh, for trash. And James just went walking in there and comes back out, uh, you know, and the owner's like, yeah, over there's fine. So because James <laughs> is able to speak fluent Chinese, you know, he was, went in and spoke to these guys and asked them if it was okay if I, you know, 
sprayed a couple of my stencils out there. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> and so because of that, that is why I was able to do graffiti in Shanghai. Because I guarantee you that if I was over there by myself, that would not have happened. There's no way that I'm even going to carry spray cans with me and my stencils with me walking down the street over there. There's no way I would even do that. Um, so that's how I got to do graffiti in, in Shanghai was, was thanks to James. And I got to tell you this one more thing about Ch uh, China. <laughs> when I got back from China, there were some interesting things going on with my phone, little clicks and stuff like that. So China knows everything you're doing. When you're in China, as soon as you go to China, everything that you have with you, your computer, your phones and everything, China is in there now. Okay. <laughs> and so that's just the way it is. It's the wild west over there. Yeah. And um, I got to tell you one last thing was the, um, the safety, the building safety. Oh my God. It's talk about the number of violations in, in building safety and, and um, street construction safety. You would see guys working at night on the street right next to cars zooming by and they don't have any work lights. It's dark. They didn't have no work lights up, like, you know, shining up high or anything. They got maybe a guy with a flashlight so the guy who's working can actually see what the fuck he's doing. Yeah. But then the one thing I'll never forget, I actually took a picture of this. Um, I'm in the car, and, we're, and I just happen to look over, and I see this building. And um, I see a guy with a big old blowtorch. He's blowtorching something. Yeah. And I notice that he's next to some scaffolding, which, by the way, is made of bamboo, the scaffolding. Mm -hmm that he was on the only thing I can guess is that they didn't move the scaffolding in time. Like this guy was just wanted to keep working and getting ahead of where the scaffolding was because where he was positioned was away from the scaffolding and he was walking down the side of the building. And I could tell by the way he was walking down it, that that little plank that he had, that little ledge that he was walking down couldn't have been more than 10 inches or a foot wide. Cause he's going like foot, over foot and like you know kind of hugging the building and then blow torching something yeah <laughs> this was four floors up uh -huh. this was four floors up and this dude's like blow like i mean <laughs> oh my god yeah. uh, lawyers lawyers over here would, would have a field day they'd be like oh my god you know that's not safe you can see there it is thank you uh james has pulled it up i even circled the guy <laughs> there he is right. see what i mean yeah well, yeah, so I mean, uh, basically, you know, teach leveled up and got to uh, Colette level in terms of, uh, uh, you know, traveling to China, basically. So, I, you know, we, <laughs> we basically wanted to uh, just recap that, basically. But uh, anyways, <laughs> but anyways, Colette, so uh, you haven't been back or anything since, right? I, teachers just wanted to share that with you because, uh, uh, you, you know, I guess since the podcast has started, we've traveled to Germany, we traveled to uh Amsterdam, we traveled to Shanghai, just basically to do all this uh, art and interview artists. And it's just been such a good experience, basically. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> Hell yeah. So uh, tell us, what um, you said you got back from Virginia back in October, right? Yeah, the end of October. So when you got back from Virginia, you were probably thinking as we were that, you know, okay, we've been on lockdown. Things are starting, starting to finally open back up now and everything. Right. Um, now it seems like we're going in the wrong direction again. 
Right. Um, and with COVID, obviously. Yeah. Yes, with the COVID, with the virus and everything. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Have you noticed any... Um, okay, so since you got back from Virginia, has there been more or less work for you? Oh, less, obviously. I mean, I have, like, some things in the works. I, I have some um, things coming up but it yeah slowed way down as a uh, as a mural a person that's getting requested to do murals but i have been working on other um ask verticals like um i'm doing this uh jewelry thing with um with um a fine jeweler crown. yeah I saw it. Let me pull it up real quick because uh, these are beautiful. Yeah, um, rubies and diamonds and then... Uh, oh, wow. Exactly. That is awesome. Yeah. It is small, too. Whoa. Yeah, and, and then and we'll have our watermarks on the back, the jeweler, which is BHH Greca, and the Global Angelings, Colette Miller, and, and that... Hopefully I'm aligning with a charity called actually Global Angels that is based in UK. And, and I've also been doing some type of product um, verticals like scarves and, and things. So, it, you know, I've been trying to, without becoming too the thing that I always hated about the world, like this, this, Breathe in this capitalist type of thing. I'm, I'm trying to like, like, have a new like, a, like a, a, I, I don't know. Like I'm figuring it out as I go, but I, you know, I'm trying to be like new capitalism, where it's like capitalism, but it's also conscious and it's also conscious. Yeah. yeah, I think I think the term conscious capitalism. Um, I heard the um, the guy from Whole Foods, actually, John Mackey, he was on Joe Rogan's podcast, and he was talking about conscious capitalism. And it was, uh, like I said, it's an interesting, like, uh, um, I think, like a, a term, because it's like, you know, it's like making money, but basically, it's not like, uh, you know, just taking note of like, uh, what what things it's affecting, whether it's the environment, whether it's people in the society, you know, and uh, just being conscious of that, right? Yeah, 100%. And I actually, thank you. I'm probably going to borrow that conscious cap capitalism because I was using new capitalism. That's what popped <clears> in my brain. But like, like conscious capitalism is better. And it, it's kind of like the sweet spot between like the reality of trying to be like, like, you know, like, I don't know, like, it's a gray area. It's something we'll all figure out, but it's true. Like we can't just like, just be one track mind about, Oh, this is how to make money. Boom. Without, no, without any, um, like thinking about repercussions of what it's going to do to the climate or anything like that or yeah. people or. Yeah. We're at a real tipping point. I think like in the whole world, I think we're really there. I really yeah. COVID made it real. I think COVID on the upside really reminded us that we are like this one globe 
and and it sucks every other way possible but you know like. yeah you know i think the covid and uh just the whole pandemic really really kind of poked holes and showed us where our weaknesses in um our capitalistic society is i mean like at the very oh, it definitely humbled the fuck out of us um, <laughs> i mean we're still going through it man I, you know, you other know countries... I, I think that there's so many people out there that are just so fucking self-righteous and everything that um that this kind of leveled everything out you know um like uh, even with us you know we we can now compete with some of the big tv shows you know <laughs> like the tonight true, yeah. show um they're doing the same thing we're doing right now. You know, <laughs> we got the world on a level playing yeah. field right now. Yeah, that's and, true. That's true. It's like, sometimes I think it's like, man, uh, you know, who the fuck is, you know, your XYZ show, you bring on these guests and it's like, you tell us like, these are the people that are kind of like important. You, you know what I mean? What I, I know a bunch of artists who are doing wonderful, amazing things. And uh, that's why we want to showcase them on this show, it, especially street artists, man. It's like, you know, street artists, they give public art to uh, the community. And uh, I don't know how many people I've seen take pictures in front of Colette's wings. You, you know what I mean? That's like people come to L.A. <laughs> basically sometimes just to uh, get that picture of Melrose, you know. And sometimes I worry, though, it's like if you take a look at that whole Melrose community, I mean, those, those are all mom and pop shops. And, uh, you know, I don't know if those are coming back anytime soon, even after uh, the pandemic uh, is going to, um, you know, and, and it worries me that, you know, we almost have the vaccine and everything like that. But uh, maybe the worst is yet to come, you know, because so many people have moved out of Los Angeles. It's crazy to me, you know, and uh, yeah. yeah, a little something to say about that. And, and I, I might be offending some people when I say this, but it's it's kind of true. Um, I mean, dude, it's crowded as fuck out here. I don't mind losing a bunch of people. Yeah, but I you mean, a lot I mean? of those, a lot um, of those people. I was as like, long as they're not my friends or my family. <laughs> that's true, but I mean, you know that's what? That's not though? very. Uh, yeah, that's not very. Here's the thing. I was like, but... I was on the 101 the other day, and I was going up Hollywood, uh, the on ramp, and then uh, or going on the on ramp, and then you know, there's like the uh, one one car per green uh, light that you wait at on my left hand side and on the right hand side there was a guy living on the tent right on off the freeway man i mean like you know it's so bad right now that that uh, is one thing that has gotten a lot worse uh especially in the last you know since the the <laughs> pandemic uh even before that it just seems like there's more and more homeless encampments um yeah, and it's just spreading out more what do you think about that colette um the homeless yeah. Um, it's like it's a travesty. It's a, it's a, like in a country. No, the United States has. It, it's an embarrassment to the United States. Yeah. That we all these people are falling through these cracks, really, and yeah. we're supposedly a first world country. We're basically a first world country in a third world. State. because yes you can yeah. the first world yeah. level but yeah it, it it is truly but it's especially bad in LA because a lot of the homeless migrated here because of the weather etc and the free food you know but <clears throat> yeah it's harder to be homeless in New York that's for sure you know what though what um I I, I sometimes I just don't know what they uh, do to solve this issue because for uh, you know I live in Orange County and uh, um, 
around here in West Covina, where I'm from, I mean, there used to be a bunch of homeless, uh, homeless people basically just in that area. And now, I mean, you know, along the 57, there used to be just huge encampments uh, of people along the reservoir, you know, and they're all gone now. So I don't know where they pushed them. I mean, you know, but if you take a look at like Echo Park right now, I mean, it's Coachella weekend 100. You know what I mean? They're all setting up tents and then, uh, uh, you know, living around the lake. Well, I've, I've noticed the overpasses um, along the 101 have, have just gotten more and more um, away from the city, you know, away from like downtown L.A., um, usually exactly. like around uh, Gower. Gower in the 101, um, there was no homeless encampments there. Now it's loaded up on both sides. Mm. Um, and, and now where I am, like the, the closest uh, exit to me, uh, Havenhurst. Havenhurst. Even Havenhurst, you have a homeless encampment down one side of the uh, the overpass. You got to think about this, man. If you're like a rich person living in like Brentwood and you're paying a shit ton of taxes and then like this is happening to you, you're going to leave Los Angeles, man. You're like, hey, I pay these huge amounts of taxes and like what are you guys doing to fix this issue so i'm not surprised like so many people left la do you have a lot of friends that left la as well colette i mean um are you seeing a trend i didn't have that that many friends here but like because i like you know um you know i lost a, a great friend a few years a couple years ago who died so that was like my big loss here but like um you know, like, I don't know, like, I, uh, I don't, like, have, like, you know, like, I don't know, I always felt LA was one of the cities that was a satellite city for me, because mm. it was a, a city that was a world-level city, you could actually function here, you could talk to the world, there was the film industry, there was the emerging art and uh, street art culture, especially because New York got phased out because it became something else. And I, it was one of the cities in the United States that was super important to get your voice out. Mm. And so that is why I think it became a city for the artists in this yeah. era in the United States. And because the United States is such a world player, it's by default one of the most important cities and so we have to embrace that but there's a lot of like things that come like with living in this city that we all know when we live here but you know you have to learn to um like love it in a sense and like realize why you know it can talk to the you know like why it, it has a voice on the world stage. No, oh, I just got chills. I love how you put that. Like, ser seriously, I mean, it's true. <laughs> really. And so, so, so let me ask you, Colette, where, where would you consider like home base these days? I mean, you, you are in LA. I was just going to ask you, where would you live if you didn't live in LA? Where would you live? Um, if I didn't live in LA, I would live near my family in, in Virginia and stuff. Mm. My parents are getting older. And I was really worried about COVID. And I love them so much. And they have been the most unconditional people to me, even though I've been like this horrible human at times. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, growing pains, right? Growing pains. <laughs> 
I love I love Colette's uh, candid uh, comments, you know, and her humbleness, man. Um, hey, I got the uh, I got that one video um, of the news. Do you guys want me to pull? It might send us into kind of like a a sad <laughs> a sad a sad phase, though. You, you know what I mean? Don't but, go there. Don't do that. But, but uh, what's it called? Okay. We'll leave it at the end, uh, just kind of like taper off, basically. But okay, so uh, you know, do you have anything else to promote? I mean, uh, Colette, because we're nearing an hour, and we kind of just want to uh, that zoom by, right? <laughs> and we we just kind of want to find out, like, you know, what what else, uh, you know, you're up to, and uh, if if people want to come support you, like, what what can they do? Oh, I don't know. I'm I'm just like really in uh, reorganizing. Yeah, and I'm in a weird space like everybody is, and I hate wearing these masks because I know we got to wear them. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just like, like, I don't know. I, I'm getting, are, are you guys getting like masked knee? Like, you know, because the, <laughs> I know that's a very, very little problem, but I'm just. <laughs> really, James, your skin's getting a little, uh. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm just I'm just wondering, guys. You know, but like I said, the the uh the you know light at the tunnel is almost over. Are you gonna get the vaccine? Because I I'm ready to get the vaccine, man. You know, you know. Yeah. Yeah, like I have a lot of friends that are like, um, it's gonna change your DNA or they're gonna put a chip in you or like and I'm <laughs> it's gonna like, turn you into well, a crocodile, right? I've heard that too, right? <laughs> but I, I just think like won't be able to like, I, I think that you're, you're going to need a vaccine in your passport to travel. And I'm at the age maybe where, uh, you know, like, even if I did get changed my DNA or I got implanted, I'm like, okay. <laughs> That's how I feel too. I'm like, I need concerts back, guys. Okay, just give me, just give me my microchip and let me move on. Okay. <laughs> somewhere and like i'm like kidnapped or something like find me <laughs> <laughs> exactly do you know what i mean <laughs> i don't know i don't want to like go i don't want to go either way you know yeah and you know i was just saying i i feel like a little bit more comforted because my brother he's a doctor so he already took it you know, and so far, no crocodileness yet. You, you know what I mean? So uh, I figure he has a similar genetics to me, and uh, I, I, the jury's still out. You know, what I mean, like I don't, I don't get the uh, the shot yet, basically. But uh, you, you know, I I think I'm gonna take it too. So. Uh. <laughs> I mean, I don't think we really have that much of a choice. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Well, man, I love the that that one on the, the right. Is that the sun one or what yeah, is that? No, I'm telling you, I love these. I can't wait to see these all together. Uh, and and um, please, uh, Colette, please get in touch with LA Art Fair and uh, <laughs> and see about getting these put up there because I'm telling you, that's going to be a, a great uh, you know time because it's going to be dude. It's only like five months from now, you know, and. Um, you know, I'm sure they would love to have them there. Do you think uh, we can have like parties by then? I mean, uh, you know, it would be great to have like a, you know, VIP uh, LA question, Art show, you know, to invite everybody who is, uh, you know, part of this podcast family and uh, to hang out, you know. But like I said, I'm keeping hopeful, man. Like, you know, I, I, I cross my fingers and I just want to, you know, have a big celebration when we, uh, 
when we come back, man. And uh, Colette, obviously, we want to invite you to. So if you're in town, man, I'm sure, uh, you know, all the people who check out this podcast would love to hang out with you. Okay. Um, awesome. Okay. So again, guys, uh, can you give us your social media, um, uh, Instagram, uh, uh, just Best for the way audience? to reach you. Yeah. Instagram is Colette Miller Brands. Colette has one L and it's two T's. Um, <laughs> and the website is um i have globalangelingsproject.com and colettemiller.com awesome and uh you know it's nearing the one hour mark and like i said i'm just going to uh uh leave us with uh this um this video that we posted from la Strike gallery commemorating saugus high school okay so uh the audience love you love hell yeah thank you colette thank love you, you colette. so much Take Can't wait care. to see you again and actually give you a real hug. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we'll see you guys soon. Thank you, no problem. Thank you. It's so good to see you again, too. And uh, the audience, love you guys. Take care and peace. Peace. I guess it was a month or so after the tragedy, one of Gracie's friends had brought us a gift. This series of photos of all these selfies in front of these angel wings. Lo and behold, there's a great one of her just standing there. The wings are on her back and she's flying. The mural, part of Global Wings Project, created by Colette Miller. Wings, to think about aiming high. To me, they're um, just to represent that humanity can be reminded of our higher natures and that we can be the angels of this earth. The call now goes out from the campus of Saugus High, its own mural by Miller, who was moved by Gracie's story, and a foundation, Gracie Strong, a shout out to teens,